episode number 85, 2017 Camaro, 10 best again. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back, everyone, for another episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. Welcome. 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 This doesn't feel like November, but in uh, less than a week, uh, we're going to be eating turkey. Well, I I will be. I don't know about you. You'll be burning up a pizza or something. That's what you normally do. But um, Thanksgiving, the kickoff to the holiday season 2016, and I've had the top down all week on my Camaro. (laughs) 72 degrees. We broke a record here in Detroit yesterday. Um, It's been wonderful. How's the weather out there in uh, Tennessee? In Studio South. South in Tennessee, uh, been in the starting off in the 40s in the morning and then ending in the 70s, almost 80s in the afternoon. So it's pretty much freezing in in the afternoon and then sweat it out with the windows down or even the air conditioning on. All right, freezing in the morning, sweating it out in the afternoon with the air conditioning on. Outstanding. (laughs) Yeah, it is. I was was talking to my wife the other day about this. I remember when I was probably 11 years old and I lived in the country and about 20 miles west of Lansing, Michigan, and uh, we had Thanksgiving in my I was probably. I was probably 13 or 14 years old. My uncle Joe, you know, came, the whole family came over for Thanksgiving. My uncle Joe and I decided to go squirrel hunting in the woods behind my house. And we had to trudge about a half mile through foot thick snow on Thanksgiving day. Yeah. And I haven't seen that in, I don't know uh, how long. Yeah. I can, I can do without it. That's, that's, that's fine. And, and I enjoy putting the top down on my, my new convertible every day. It's shut up. It's fun. It's You're fun. Good. Enjoy it and shut up. And I, I noticed Al on Facebook has been posting pictures of He's been putting the top down on his convertible ZL1. Oh, he can shut it, up, too. Because as he told us at the show, he, uh, him and all the people who have the convertibles right now, the CTF cars, they must, it's a mandate, cycle the top X amount of times. Every day, he doesn't care if it's raining, snowing, anything. They must do it or he will take the car away from them. <laughs> and give them to me. <laughs> Uh, but we got a, we got another great show coming at you this yeah. week. We got some more Camaro news, uh, GM news, and the video. We got some, I guess, industry type news. Yep. Um, so let's kick it off. Yeah. Car and driver, ten best again, again. Twenty sixteen marked the first time. The, the sixth generation Camaro was included in Car and Driver's 10 Best Awards. And now 2017, they're back on the list again. It's funny. The first, on Car and Driver's website, the first sentence says, it might be unfair to refer to the Mercedes AMG C63S Coupe as a Chevy Camaro, but it's no insult. <laughs> and then they give the whole, the, the whole synopsis of Camaro and, you know, Kind of like they, they talk about the the Mercedes and and one thing I didn't I guess I never knew. It says uh, where was it? It says naturally the cars produced by Mercedes Benz had not inspired the Camaro, although the 1969 Camaro Camaro's wheel arch eyebrows were stolen from the Mercedes 300 SL Gullwing, but that's not important right now. I never heard I've never heard that 
I rumor. never have either. But um, congrats again to the whole Camaro team. Way to go, guys. Uh, it's a heck of a car, and, and I'm seeing more, more of these cars on the road just here, and it's kind of rare to see Camaros out this time of year, too, because everybody's normally starting to put their cars away or have already put their... Heck, you used to put your car away in October, didn't you? Yeah, I think uh, shortly after Halloween, would I'd uh, I'd put it away for the winter. In fact, I think I, you know, how Facebook says, you know, on this day in history. Oh yeah, six years ago today, I put my Camaro away. I noticed that this morning when I was wow, when I was checking it. wow. So we will link up this article in the show notes. This has been flying around Facebook all week, and we uh, definitely had to talk about this. You know, I, I I have to argue with what they're saying though about something. I just took a look at the, like a did an image image search for 1955 Mercedes 300 SL Gullwing. Yeah, it has similar wheel arch things, but that's like saying Rubik's cube ripped off a box. True. You know, it's just it's it's similar, but it's not the same. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it might have been inspired by, but definitely not stolen from. Just that's my opinion. Enough. I could be yeah. way off. Yeah. ZL1. ZL1s. Oh people are taking delivery of their brand new ZL1s. I've been seeing a lot of people taking deliveries this week, so they must be yeah. really pumping them out. Yeah, they can shut up too. <laughs> and one ended up on a dyno. I'm not uh, bitter. <laughs> our good friends over at CamaroNews.com posted a video of a ZL1 in Houston, Texas, on one of those dynos that's like built into the floor. Um, they're they're running it on that. Uh, here's the numbers they got on it: five fifty four, five forty three, five forty eight point sixty four. So roughly five hundred fifty horsepower. Yep. Uh, so it's a reported six hundred and fifty horsepower at the flywheel. So is there really a hundred horsepower lost at the wheels? No. Um, and uh, what it doesn't say is the temperature and all that. Mm-hmm. This is Houston, Texas. That's right. This, it could be still hot there. I don't know. And um, Either that or humid. It's a supercharged car, so uh, was there any heat soak involved, anything like that? And uh, how many miles are on this car? From the sounds of it, none. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I guess we'll be seeing more and more of these 2017 ZL1s getting dynoed in the weeks and months to come, and we'll see what they're uh, what they're really doing here. I'd really like to see the same test done on that car when it has 500 miles on it to uh, to really get like a, a you know, a, yeah. a, a true story of it. Because a lot of times, yeah, I'm not a big fan of break-ins, but we do know that the computer does click over after X amount of miles to say, okay, it's safe. It's not, it's no longer in like a little minor safe mode. Yeah. Open it up. <laughs> Let that thing rip. Uh, that, you know, we may be way off. Maybe it's, it's not true at all. What was it a rip ass hot rod, or what was that a, a burn, burn ass, <laughs> burn ass hot rod? Yeah, we got five. Well, after five hundred miles, it turns into a burn ass hot rod. <laughs> that would be that. Was, that could be an appropriate um, mode built into the computer. Burn ass hot rod mode. You know. Listen. Every time I think of burn ass, I just think about like really spicy chili. <laughs> Oh man. Um yes. the couple things. Uh LA Auto Show started this week. So you know what that means. Uh, Motor Trend revealed their new car of the year for 2017. As, as all of our listeners know, Camaro won car of the year last year for 2016. And this year, um Chevrolet repeated. Um 
but this time it's with the Chevrolet Bolt EV. Winning is uh, Car of the Year, and uh, I also saw that they won Green Car of the Year as well. This, um, I would love to drive one of these little cars. I would love to check it out. I was oh, a yeah. huge fan of the Volt. Huge fan. Um, unfortunately, when I went to lease a car, uh, it wasn't available for me to lease or purchase in the state of Michigan. And it looks to be the same with the Bolt. Um, uh, they said their first cars are going to be only available for California and Oregon residents. So the I guess the rest of the country can just uh, F off for a while. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I didn't I never understand that, but apparently the market um, dictates where the car goes first. I guess. <laughs> uh, that, that does what? <laughs> I've been seeing these on the roads here too. Um, have you seen any bolts on the road over by not, you? No, nope. not a cool. one. Uh, so they're saying that the car is going to go for under thirty thousand uh, after the uh, manufacturers. Uh, after the um, the federal tax credit of seventy five hundred, so it has a suggested retail price of thirty seven four ninety five, and then you take off the seventy five hundred dollar tax credit, and you're at what twenty nine nine ninety five, <laughs> give or take that sort of thing. But yeah, congrats Chevrolet for pulling out another win. I think that's I think that's their fourth win in three years. That's impressive. Yeah. They also unveiled something I sent over to you. I didn't hear back from you, though. The new ZR2 truck. That was all you, man, back in the day. What do you think of the new ZR2 truck? Well, here's here's the thing. I actually got kind of bombarded with that because everybody knew that I absolutely loved my 1996 S10 ZR2. I think I took that thing off-road for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Did you you see what they did to it, though? They used the same... Z28 DSSV dampeners on that truck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and it's yeah, I yeah, I it's and it's a good-looking truck too. In fact, I might see one today. You never know. I'll oh. get to that in a minute. But here's the thing. You know, when I was 24, when I bought my ZR2, you know, that was I just wanted to be a badass and I had a badass little truck. Um, but I never used it for what it was intended for. Now that I'm a little older and probably not much wiser, but um you know, it's it's almost like why didn't I buy, buy a Z28? Because I wouldn't use it for the intended purpose. Yeah, it would be just overkill. Like, and sometimes that's okay. And don't get me wrong, but for me, for right now, I thought you know I I would never put use that truck the way that it I, I myself wouldn't. I don't know. It's it's a struggle because I, I I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Yeah, but. I thought it was cool because I got the press release from Chevrolet when it was released at the LA Auto Show. I was like, "Oh man, this is all you!" <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we used to we used to meet up at the the Rams Horn restaurant there in Gratiot? Absolutely. And when I leave the parking lot, I just drive over the parking block in yep, front of me because you could. <laughs> I think it was a great little truck. I drove that thing. I think I bought it with, I don't know, not even ten thousand miles on. I bought it used. Oh, I didn't know and that. I thought you bought that brand new. Nope, I, bu- I did buy it used, and I drove that to, I think, over 100,000 miles. Let's see, I wow. bought it in 90, 95, 90, 95, and I, I had it for four years. Drove the crap out of it. I remember driving and, down the expressway with my hand out the window. <laughs> what's that? I remember when we were driving to uh, that place in Pinconning. You picked oh, me yeah, up in your M&A truck, Castings. and I was 
I was I had my hand outside the window and I was just dun, dun, on the, and you're you like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Every now and then, yeah, you'd randomly just drum your fingers on the roof of the vehicle. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it comes out right, but uh, <sighs> and I was like, what is that? And you're like, oh, man, something's wrong with my acting truck, man. <laughs> and then that same day, same day, um, I found out I need a new brakes too because I started squealing. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, my truck is just falling apart. Well, it wasn't true. I just needed new brakes, and I had an A-hole in the passenger seat. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> that was good times. Uh, good yeah, times. I still miss that truck, but do I have a use for a ZR2 today? No. Um, I've got my Grand Cherokee, and it's, it's slightly lifted and has big old tires and is pretty damn capable. Good enough for mall crawling, as they say, around town. Mall crawling? Yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> um. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out anyway. I'm really hoping that they come out with a blazer. I hope they bring the blazer back. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. That'd be a great Jeep Grand Cherokee fighter. I mean, Chevrolet has nothing. GM mm. has nothing that I'm aware of that actually competes directly with the with the Jeep Grand Cherokee. I guess we can wait for the Detroit Auto Show in, uh, in January. Speaking I of which, maybe. I just got my media credentials yesterday for that. So yeah, did you? Yes. So I'm going to Detroit Auto Show again. Awesome. In fact, uh, I mentioned this earlier. I'm going to the Nashville Auto Show today, the day of recording this anyway. Excellent. So I'm just going to see how it compares to the Detroit Auto Show. I know Detroit's huge, and it's not like you hear about the Nashville Auto Show very often in the automotive circles, but I'm going to check it out. And then heading down to the Flying Saucer, and then uh, and then uh, since I'm talking about it, seeing my buddy, um, our buddy down here, his name is Steve Braun. He's a lead singer for a band, a metal band called Halcyon Way. And he's playing tonight, so we're gonna go check it out too. Nice, nice. It's gonna be a good Saturday. Anyway, back to car stuff. Um, yeah, and thanks to Jody Shapiro, if you're listening, for also posting about that ZR2 on my Facebook wall. <laughs> good old Jody. Jody from, from the old days. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll check it out. We'll yeah. see what. It, and to, just to wrap this up, if they come out with a Blazer, wouldn't that be awesome if they came out with a Cyclone or Typhoon again? Oh yeah. Now that I could use. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, there's nothing that competes with a Grand Cherokee SRT8. True. All right. True. That's it. That's that's my soapbox, my 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 fuse box, my sandbox, sandbox. my litter box. <laughs> uh, what do we got for voicemails and emails this week, buddy? I don't know. Let's find out. Um, we've got one email and one voicemail. Ugh. So oh. you want to read the email? Yeah, I think that email was really directed to me. This comes from Tom Ryan. Um, uh, it's a comment on um, episode number 184. He said, uh, or excuse me, 84. He said, Jason, you were talking about wanting to go to a car show. This June in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, they renamed the All-GM Nationals to the Chevrolet Nationals. I'll be headed down there with my SS. I guess they're having a 50th anniversary celebration of the Camaro. Maybe you'll be able to go. See ya. <laughs> cool. So I, th- I think he may have misheard yeah. what you're saying, but so I actually wanted to do a car show. Maybe he thought that's you do a car show means go to a car show. So you what you mean is actually put on or create a car show. That's right. I want to orchestrate a car there show. There you go. But glad he mentioned uh, the June and Carlisle renaming the All GM to Chevrolet Nationals. Interesting. Hmm. Wonder why they did that. 
I don't know. I wonder if it's the. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. So I'm sure there's a handful of Pontiac owners and Cadillac owners and, like we said, GMC Cyclone owners. You know, they're like, okay, well, you know, screw you, Carlisle, Pennsylvania. But uh, maybe I'll be able to go to Carlisle. Probably not. That's kind of a hike from Nashville. But Chris, you can do it. <laughs> I, I could. <laughs> I actually did that once. Yeah, I remember that. That was for the was, uh, <clears throat> the 35th. 2002. Yeah, the 2002. I'll never forget that. It was the the show was to open the next day, and I was laying there in bed, and I'm like, I gotta go. And so I just got out of bed and jumped in my car, and I drove straight to Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And then I was gonna drive straight back, and I realized, yeah, that's an absolute horrible idea. Driving to Carlisle, Pennsylvania from Detroit. <laughs> how how long did it take? And spending a whole day walking around the car show and then driving all the way back. How long did it take to get there? I don't remember, but it was long. <laughs> it was really long. It was stupid long. And, uh, yeah. Uh, um, in fact, I just recently digitized the footage of them unveiling the 35th anniversary Camaro on that day. Nice. I should, I should post that someday. You should. It was a good time. Cool. All right. You said we got a voicemail? We do. But first, don't you want to... Tell people how to get a hold of us. I think we should. Okay. Let's shall. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Do it now. We only got one voicemail this week. I wonder who it could be from. (laughs) Oh, no. Before we get to that, Detroit to Carlisle is seven hours. Nashville to Carlisle is 10 hours. Oh. Okay. driving. Oh, okay. There you go. All right, hit the, hit the voicemail. Now let's see who it could be. Yo, yo, yo. Dear God. What's up, guys? AJ called in, the resident Mustang guy. And uh, I didn't really want anything this week. Just uh, wanted to chime in on uh, colors as far as uh, the cars. Uh, um, I know that GM and a lot of other car companies they uh, transfer colors a, a lot through their model lines, and uh, of course, with GMs, a lot with the uh, Corvette and Camaro. But I, you know, they change names, and but it may be the same color. But a lot of the first year colors, you know, are model specific, and you know, go away. Uh, the main color I'm talking about right now is the uh, the I think it's the rock green metallic. That people were naming the Bowling Green Metallic that was on the uh, Corvette the first year it came out. And just like Aqua. Did we lose him? I think we lost him. Oh. <laughs> AJ wants to talk about colors. Thanks for calling in, AJ. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I'm not sure where I, he's I can, going. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, he, he may have to call back in, and I don't know if he was way over two minutes and it cut him off or what. Didn't seem I like can it. I can tell, uh, I can I can tell him this, and and we talked at length with uh, Todd Christensen at SEMA about colors because he told us about Krypton Green uh, being um, brought in for ZL1, you know, a limited production run at the end of the 2017 model year, and what he said is that because they share you know production with Cadillac, they only have so many colors they can do at one time, and. He said, believe it or not, white is not a color that is on Cadillac. So that is also a special color for Camaro. So we have to take into account that, you know, we can only do so many colors. And mm-hmm. that's, uh, I don't know. It is what it is on that one. Yeah. So 
Who chooses them? I don't know. Um, I'm, obviously, Al has the final decision. He's he's the chief. Uh, if he says do it, um, I know normally he's he'll he'll say make a case for it. Tell me how many you think are gonna sell in this, and he'll say either go ahead and do it or piss off. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Al would say that, but still, <laughs> I don't know. Al's pretty pretty blunt. <laughs> but that's that's what I know about colors from talking with with Todd. Hey Al, if you're listening, which you we know you are. Yeah. I was about calling our show from uh that convertible ZL1 with the top down. Or while you're maybe, while you're cycling the top. Well, maybe how about when you're just just blowing the tires off the back of that car. <laughs> <laughs> with the top down has got to sound good. Yeah, 586 486 3182. Almost, I was almost going to say my cell number. <laughs> Don't you remember we had a voicemail from Scott Settlemeyer and Chris Lavodi? Yes. Um, doing an insane amount of speed in a Corvette ZR1. Yes. <laughs> and I believe they're oh. at Spring Mountain when they were doing it. They were on the right. track at Spring Mountain. That was really cool. I know. That was definitely cool. So that's all we got for voicemails. <coughs> excuse me, and emails today. Yes. This week, I should say. So make sure you get them in. Um, make sure your connection is good so we don't lose you. Yeah. And uh, make sure that if you're Postal Dave, you don't do it. Because uh, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought that was at first. You thought? I thought it was Postal Dave calling in with oh. the yo, 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 hey, Postal <laughs> Dave. All right, let's get back to the car stuff. So I I, uh, I got the ls1tech.com newsletter, and this is a little late, but I didn't I didn't catch this before. I'm, I'm sure I'm – I hope I'm not the only one that missed it. But according to an article uh, by Patrick Rall on October 31st of this year, um, a 2016 Camaro SS goes 1169 and claims the record. The story here is that um, it was making a pass down the down the quarter mile. The video was claiming that's the quickest a sixth gen Camaro with nothing but stickier tires. Bright red 2016 Camaro, non-matching rear wheels with drag radials, but we're led to believe it's stock in every other area. However. There is some discrepancy about it. First of all, some people say, plain and simple, the numbers don't add up. Not possible. You know, it's 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 a uh, it's you know 455 horsepower car, 3,900 pounds with a dude in it, going <laughs> 1159 is actually what it shows on the on the time slip. And also, they're saying that the car number doesn't match the same number on the time slip as well. Oh. So, anybody know any more details about this? Because all it, all it's on this article, and Chris, you can link it up in the show notes, is just people arguing back and forth, pretty much a standard internet bench racing type oh, thing. I wonder if he posted on I know Patrick. Uh, he runs torquenews.com. He's the one who did the Fireball 900 article we talked about last week. Um, so I could reach out to him and ask him. Maybe he's got yeah. it on the site. Cool. Ellis one Tech is where the article is posted? That's right. Okay, we will link that up in the show notes. You betcha. And what else? Uh, what else we got going on here? Um, let's see here. Let me go over my notes. Oh, yeah. How could I forget? So uh, was it last week's episode? We ran our post SEMA interview. Well, SEMA interview, but post SEMA with uh, Ken Thwaites, owner and driver of Showtime Motorsports uh, fleet of cars. Actually, yep. Well, I had the pleasure of attending uh, an open house that he had for one of his clothing companies that he started uh, here in the Nashville area, Franklin, Tennessee, actually, and uh, got to see, finally, his awesome, incredible Camaro collection. 
three Z28s. <laughs> Two of them were full-on race Z28s. One of them was, was crashed. the famous oh. one. <laughs> and I'm guessing it's fixed. Oh, yeah, and it looks good, too. And one of them was the white one that I've seen him also race. And then one of them was the, the dark, dark, dark gray mm. Z28. God, it's Ashen gray good. metallic. Oh, it's just crazy good looking car. Next to that, uh, he had a 30th anniversary, and I was surprised that it wasn't an LT4. And then next to that, he had a 96 Camaro SS that is exactly in every way like my very first Camaro. Mm. It was like I was standing in front of my first Camaro in the showroom again. Nice. The only thing that was different was the number, the serial number. Mine was 259, and his was like one zero and change. Hmm. But it was really, really cool. Got to enjoy some fine Nashville craft beer. Um, check out this clothing store that he started up. He's he's a definitely a sharp businessman, and he's got a lot of cool stuff going on. Had a good time chatting with him and hanging out with some some other friends from the Nashville area that are also in the motor motorsports and automotive scene. Just a really cool uh cool thing so overall so did you did you happen to see that famous third gen there which famous third gen the one that was all over the internet for years and years of they opened up this this trailer and a brand new third gen is sitting in like still in plastic and all that and they're like holy cow it's like a time capsule yep i did see that car in fact um i very 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 carefully touched the wax marking on the window that was from the from the factory they write you know certain a certain code number on like with a wax pencil or you know, like a crayon sure. type of thing yeah. oh yeah and i very very carefully touched it and sure enough it was on the outside so it had lasted all those years and the sticker was still on the window plastic still on the seats and steering wheel exactly like we saw it on the online wow sticker price of $16,000 i wonder what that thing would be worth today only sold yeah sold like that holy cow but yeah every once in a while that 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 video seems to get shared a million times and it's like can you believe this and it's like um but yeah yeah ken ken owns that car no that's awesome yeah and ken is just a super cool guy i don't know what it is with yeah it's an 85 iroc z dang yep and, and truck trailer there guys i'm looking at just, just doing a search it was on reddit um in 2014 yeah, every year that so, thing just seems to go viral again and again. As well it should, because it's it's the neatest find ever. But anyway, uh, going back to what is what is with cool car guys named Ken that have awesome collections? Uh, that's true. That is very true. Hmm. I wish my name was Ken. <laughs> you can call yourself Ken. Yeah, but can I give myself the same car collection? <laughs> I don't know. Can you? <laughs> No, wish I could. Mm. All right, yeah, <clears throat> I'm looking at the video, and sure enough, you could see those those markings on the back window, right towards the end of the video. Yeah, because because I'm like I'm like, is that on the outside or on the inside? So I like I said, Ken, if you're listening, I was super delicate because I didn't want to disturb it, but sure enough, you could feel that it's the real deal, man. Oh, that man. is that is that is amazing. Yeah. Before we close the show. We want, I want to bring up an article that we saw posted this week in the Lansing State Journal, and we've touched on this. I, I couldn't even tell you how many times, and we even talked about it a little bit last week. And the title of the article is Why Camaro Sales Have Slumped. And I'm just going to read just a little bit here. 
so despite critical acclaim and accolades, sales of the Chevrolet Camaro are down 8% Ooh. since the, uh, the Lansing built sixth generation sports car hit the market oh a year ago. Uh, the sports car segment seems to be smaller, says Aaron Davis, uh, GM Lansing-based spokeswoman. The market seems to be trending toward the SUV truck market segment. Um, I'm going to link this up in the show notes. It gives kind of their account as to why sales are down, um, where they build the Cadillac and um, Camaro at the, in Lansing, Grand River. Uh, in fact, I think they said in this article they're going to be eliminating the third shift, um, which they just started back up last or the beginning of this year uh, to build these cars. Uh, so I'm going to link this up in the show notes. And um, I don't know. Is it, is it just a new world right now? Uh, people are no. trending towards SUVs again uh, and well, not buying muscle saying. cars slash sports cars. It's not a new world. It's a cycle. Okay. Just when the Camaro gets good. <laughs> oh boy. I hope it's not a no, it, they're they're not gonna do the same thing they did last time. That'd be silly. That'd yeah. be way silly. But boy, I you know, here we go. We were talking about that ZR two. We were talking about a possible Blazer, we were talking about Jeep Grand Cherokee. We're talking about all the trucks at SEMA. All the trucks at SEMA. And I tell you what, when I go to the Nashville International Auto Show today, I'll take a kind of like an overview of what is trending there and i'd be surprised if it wasn't trucks so cut it out (laughs) soccer moms well i'm gonna link this up in the show notes you guys can read it over and and, uh maybe comment call in let us know what you think yeah it's it's never good but you know the sales are are steady as we've we've been watching we report on them every month and and sales have been trending upwards the last couple months so we will see uh, one last thing before we end this show, I want to play this video that Chevrolet released this week. Yeah. Brand new. It's 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 pretty short. Hopefully I can kick the sound through the soundboard here. True legends are never idle. They evolve again and again. Six generations across 50 years have led to the lighter, leaner, most advanced Camaro yet. And it's just a new uh, 50th anniversary, kind of like like just a quick spot for for Camaro. And I I really like the start of the video. Let me play that one more time. True legends yeah. are never idle; they evolve. True, True legends, legends are, are never, never idle. idle; they evolve. I love that. I love that. You know, um, I I worked for one of the richest people on the planet, at least in the United States, Dan Gilbert. <laughs> and uh, one of the things he would say. Three words, evolve or die. Yeah. Period. It's true. It's true. Yep. And yeah, I love that. I love that. All right, dude, I think we've uh, reached the end of our show. Um, But like we said at the beginning, uh, coming up Thanksgiving weekend is uh, next week. So uh, we have what's coming up What this Wednesday, the biggest barn out of the year. Guess what I'll be doing. Uh, but I, I, I didn't mean to bring that up in, in, a, in a way like that. I just let everybody be safe out there. Wear your seatbelt. Um, don't drink and drive. We There's so many tools we have out there now uh, to get home safely. We have Uber. We have Lyft. We have taxi cabs with, with apps. We have organizations who will pay will pick you up for free at a bar and bring you home um, 
or you've probably just got people that just care about you. And exactly. Get out of bed and, you know, I've got a standing rule with my son, although I can't help him now. He's three hours away in college, but I had a standing rule. You call me if you are, if you've been drinking, hopefully you haven't been, but you call me if you're too drunk to drive and I will come and get you and I will never say a thing about it. I will just come and get you and take you home. That's it. Yeah. No questions, no dissertations, no lessons to be learned. I won't say a thing. I just want you to be home safe. Unless he and does I it have every that night. standing rule with anybody. Yeah. Anybody I have that standing rule with. If you can't make it home safe, call me and I will make make uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what time, doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. And I think everybody should do that. That's a good um, in fact, to answer the question, I'll be staying the hell home, sitting in my garage, enjoying yeah, a beer. That's what I'll be doing. Working on my uh, arcade machine that I'm trying to build. Nice. Nice. Is it like a MAME machine? Yeah. Yeah. My son is actually coming home from college next week, and I thought it'd be a cool project. He's going to be home for about three days. I thought it'd be cool at least to start getting the electronics together. So I bought a Raspberry Pi board and nice. power supply. And That sounds like a fun project, too. I would love doing that. Well, well, check dude, check this out. I, I found I found this actually a year ago and forgot about it. A dude sh- made an arcade like a sit down like a vertical, but sit you you kind of sit at it. It's a smaller sized arcade machine out of a single sheet of plywood, and maybe six cuts. Most nice. of them, yeah. mo- almost all of them, all straight line. I remember seeing that. Raspberry Pi boards, thirty five bucks. Power supplies, ten bucks. A case for it's ten bucks. I bought a full two two joysticks and fourteen arcade quality buttons for forty bucks. Sounds like a fun project. All you need after that is a monitor, and you've got a video game system and, yeah. and a little know how to find the right yeah. games. Yeah, and you've got a video game system from hell. <laughs> well, while, while the rest of uh, the United States is out looking for a Nintendo uh, retro system for fifty nine ninety nine, which is sold out everywhere, and people are selling them for three to six hundred dollars on ebay nuts nuts and that's actually what inspired my search because i i I saw somebody griping about it and somebody else was like just build yourself a meme cabinet for you know it's more money obviously but you can play a heck of a lot more oh heck yeah if anybody's done that built a meme cabinet or you know meme arcade cabinet type thing um feel free to shoot me an email i'll I'll give my personal email jdebler at gmail.com yeah if you have any hints, tips, or tricks, or anything that you would like to share with me, I could could appreciate it. I've never done this before, so it should be fun. All right. All right, let's get out of here. Everybody, have yourselves a great Thanksgiving Day week, and we will be back at you next week. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.